0: So, Lent. <laughs> the season inviting us to return to God with our whole hearts. How's it going? How's it going for you? <laughs> some time, Lent's, some Lent's, it's easy to identify, this is how I've wandered from God. This is obviously how I have to go back. Sometimes it's obvious what bad habits we've picked up or what overindulgences we've been participating in, in order to return to God and let go of those things. And other times we have to pause for a minute. For me, maybe it's been the whole season of Lent of pausing to contemplate. What barriers have I put up between myself and God? Or between myself and the people that God is asking me to love? Earlier in our Spiritual Discipline Spotlight, we talked for a minute about allowing Jesus to show us which patterns or behaviors or habits we've formed that are keeping us from wholeness. Most of us are generally good people, right? We don't set about, we don't wake up in the morning with ill intentions, setting about hurting people or bringing harm. Most of us look like we're doing just fine. But the thing of it is, we're actually really skilled at convincing ourselves that our habits and our patterns are necessary and even good. Well, we have a reason and a rationale for everything we do. I stay up late because dot, dot, dot. I talk to my kids that way because dot, dot, dot. I I use my friend's homework to finish mine because dot, dot, dot. I leave the TV on all the time because dot, dot, dot. I need my cell phone because otherwise dot, dot, dot. I have to go for a run every single day because otherwise dot, dot, dot. Beneath the surface of our not-so-bad habits is the truest self that is actually battering with, battling with some sort of bitterness or some sort of anxiety or some sort of festering anger or some sort of selfishness or pride. And our habits are just the way that we're covering it up, that we're coping. Lent, the whole season, is a chance to respond to Jesus' invitation to be made whole. To let Jesus show us, in his most loving way, how we've been making excuses. And then, once our eyes are open to the unhealth of our lives, we get to join Jesus in the journey towards health. Towards healing and wholeness, and bringing that healing and wholeness into the world. So we just heard two different versions of the story of the prodigal son. The parable that Jesus tells in response to the Pharisees who have been grumbling and complaining about the way Jesus loves people. About the way that Jesus spends time with the low and the the poor and the drunk of society. The way Jesus is the friend of sinners. And I wonder, which son did you resonate with today? Maybe you feel a little bit like the prodigal son, totally regretting a decision you've made, realizing how selfish you've been. Maybe you're desperate to be even in the same vicinity of God, thinking that you've hurt him so deeply. How would he ever want you back? And really, if you're honest with yourselves, maybe you would actually prefer to stay on as one of God's hired hands because that keeps a little bit of a safe distance between you and God because if you're one of his children one of his sons and daughters there's an expectation there's a responsibility of being an heir of God being heir to the throne of God (laughs) comes with responsibility and we'd rather keep ourselves on as one of his hired hands because then we can complain we have no responsibilities Imagine Jesus standing in the distance. Maybe you even close your eyes and picture Jesus standing on the distance at the edge of the property of what maybe was your childhood home. His eyes are peeled for your return. He's like the watchman waiting for the first signs of sunrise. He is so excited to see you. There is no shame. There's no reproach. There's no wagging fingers or I told you so. There's only grace. There's only love. And then there's the biggest party you can imagine with all of your favorite foods. Because that's how well God loves us. He doesn't just say, okay, you can come back. That's fine. No, He throws you the biggest party with all of your favorite things all of your favorite foods, all of your favorite people. What kind of love is this? And at the same time, there's this older brother who's also wondering, what in the world? What kind of love is this? I have been here all along. I have been dutiful. I have been loyal. I have not missed one Sunday of church. Thank you very much. I have been a hard worker. I have done all the right things. How is this kid not getting punished, or rebuked, or cut out of the family, or heck, thrown in jail? Dad's throwing him a party? With a steak? (laughs) Really? Here's the thing. In the kingdom of God, there is no economy of scarcity. So there's no fear that the goodness and the love and the big, huge party-throwing abundance will ever run out. It won't. So if Skylar gets a big, huge party from God, that doesn't mean there's less party for me. (laughs) God has enough love, extravagant party-throwing love, to go around for all of us. So don't be bitter when God receives one of us back. Don't be bitter at how God is loving the Ninevites, whoever your Ninevites are. Because there is enough to go around. One of the quotes I read this week said, every time God's active, stretching, searching, healing love finds someone and calls that person back home, it does not mean there's less for the rest of us. It means there is more. So when one of us returns to God with our whole hearts, whether we are the wayward son and the prodigal, or whether we are the stubborn, selfish, prideful son, the dutiful one who stays around but has a really bad attitude about it, no matter which one we are, when we return to God with our whole hearts, we all get to party and celebrate. Because God's daughter has come home. God's Son has come home. And when one of us confesses our resentfulness, our festering feelings about bitterness, or our self-centered entitlement, yeah, you guessed it, we all get to celebrate. We don't normally think of the disciplines of celebration going with confession, but I think they do when one of us is willing to put words to our inner struggles, to the things that Jesus shows us, when we're honest with ourselves and with him, that's cause for celebration. When one of us returns from a season of brokenness, that's cause for celebration. When anyone returns to God and to God's people for any reason, that's cause for celebration. So, What is Jesus inviting you to let go of today? To confess. In order to return to him with your whole heart. Because we're all waiting to kick off the next party. The next celebration. And now, may this God, the God of the wayward and the dutiful, embolden each of us to confess wholeheartedly at his table to move into a season of celebration for the healing work that he's doing in all of us.